0: This Voice of the Arts podcast is made possible thanks to the Carnegie Museum of Art.
1: You are listening to WQED's Voice of the Arts podcast. I'm Emily Bruner, and today we have composer and artistic director of Alia Musica, Federico Garcia de Castro. Federico, welcome.
0: Hi, Emily. It's so nice to be back.
1: (laughs) Yes, it's so nice to be back. Um, So this Sunday, which is March 5th, Alia Musica is presenting a special program, um, the program dedicated to the late Italian um, pianist, composer, percussionist, uh, Fred Shefsky, uh who passed away a year and a half ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, in the middle of 2021.
1: In the middle of 2021. And can you tell us a bit more about Fred Chevsky? I know he has a little bit of a Pittsburgh connection and who he was as a creator.
0: Yeah, he's, he's one of the most important composers in the 20th century. I know for a fact, since I I had to do it, So in my undergrad as a a composition student, um, we had to study this piece, The People United, uh, which is 30 variations on The People United Will Never Be Defeated that he wrote for piano in the 70s. And it's just a huge piece. And people use it to to their graduation uh, projects or programs, recitals. when when they're like it's regular that people new pianists graduate with that piece, yeah,
1: yeah
0: um, and we had to start it, and so it's really a piece that's completely established as part of a piano repertory so and from here, and from then that's just one, but he's he's also famous for for many other pieces um we're We're doing two of his big pieces this Sunday. With, with with two collaborators of his.
1: Yeah, yeah. so you're doing um, the, the the people will never be defeated, um, which is about an hour long piano um, composition, and then you're also doing uh, the fall of the empire, mm-hmm. which is a percussion piece. Um, can you tell us a little bit more yeah, about that? Yeah, speaking
0: percussionist, which is an inter- was an interesting uh, interest of Fred's. Uh, he wrote several pieces for a speaking pianists. One of them, for example, uh, one of them is on, on Oscar Wilde's texts. And it's, uh, it's called The Profundes, and it was actually the first piece by Shevsky that we featured with a, with a soloist that came to do it in 2012. Um, so, And he wrote others for speaking uh, performers. This one, The Fall of the Empire, is uh, for a speaking percussionist. And it's not just any speaking per- percussionist. He wrote it for and in many, in many of the movements with uh, the percussionist Alan Ott, uh, who's who's uh, who's a percussion teacher at Cincinnati for many years. and He's the one coming this, this Sunday to, to do the piece.
1: Wow, so he's, is, he's, yeah. he helped write uh-huh. it, and now he's coming back to uh-huh. perform it.
0: And in fact, Emanuele, the pianist that's coming to the People United, um, he met them both at Cincinnati many decades ago uh, because he wow. was, for many years, for about 10 years, he was uh, an artist in residence there, so he would go and stay there for for a period of time every year and work with uh, with uh, the other faculty and work with Fred and with uh, Al and yeah
1: so they were all connected yeah. <laughs> they all knew each other that's amazing that's mm-hmm. great um and the so as you said the people united piece is um a variations of 36 Chilean uh, protest songs. Is it
0: 36? Sorry, yeah. 30, 30, 30 36, 36 yes. somewhere in there. Yeah.
1: Um, and it's, it's a huge development for just uh, uh, new music in the 20th century, as yeah. you said. Is there a way to describe this piece to our listeners? <laughs> um,
0: it's just a great piece. I mean, we, we <laughs> ha- as, as a students we had to describe it in many technical ways. Mm. Uh, so there's all kinds of... Um, there's all techniques. kinds of
1: different ways to describe the it. The
0: first variation is, is pointillistic. So it takes the theme, which is a, 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 a quote-unquote normal folk theme, and, um, and plays it into each note in a different register of a piano. So it, it sounds, it's a technique that's called pointillism because each of the notes becomes just its own point. Um, but with over the years, when, just not when, when I approached the piece not as a piece to study, but as a piece of music mm. I realized it's just a great piece I mean it's, <laughs> you can say many technical te- technical things about it but it's th- without forgetting I mean you shouldn't forget how yeah. just good of a piece it is yeah. so this um he he did it here in 2015.
1: Yeah, he did it at Woolies, right? Yeah, that
0: was that was named one of the ten top classical events, classical music events, by the New York Times.
1: Yeah. Um, um,
0: he did it at, at Woolies in a rented piano, upright piano. Uh, he loved like he 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 never bought into the whole. Uh, paraphernalia and the whole grandstand, right? The of,
1: whole of, of I need my piano and I, I right. need this specific one, yeah.
0: And and he was a, a, a man of a people and he was a revolutionary, so like for him, playing for the people at a busy uh, uh fish market was just a dream. <laughs> um, as far as I know, that's the last time he performed the piece.
1: Wow, okay, so and in, in fact, so he, he
0: would perform the piece and he would have his own version of the score which was smaller so that he didn't have to turn pages, mm. and that's what he used and that's what he traveled with. Uh that day the in the morning of that day when he was going to play it he calls me Federico I can't read these small notes anymore. Ah. Do you have a copy of the score? And I am I'm, I'm glad I did <laughs> cuz I I I guess I always brought it with me everywhere. Uh so yeah I had that that old copy that, that I had I had studied uh, as a student. So I brought it, but then that also meant I had to turn the page.
1: Yeah, I was going to say you were the page turner then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Without any any advance notice. Wow, wow. It was amazing. Yeah. But I, I was going to tell you about it, but, well, because it may, maybe many people might actually remember that it was a very memorable event.
1: That was a very memorable case. event. It was kind of similar to like a famous uh, violinist playing in the subway. Right. Like it's, it's, it's yeah. so random, but it's so awesome yeah. at the same time.
0: And it and it drew a lot of people. I know that people uh, traveled to Pittsburgh when, when it was going to happen. Um, and so the piece around two-thirds or three-fourths of a piece uh, into the piece, the theme comes back Ah. in in its original form. And it comes back in, in like, the phrase of a theme that's a big uh, crescendo because it's, like, the people marching to uh, the the music that's a build-up so that eventually the music comes back with with the people, that that phrase, the people united will never be defeated. And people in the audience at, at Wally's, actually, there were some Chilean people there. That theme is from Chile originally. And they just started shouting the, the, the words of the oh. of of theme. It's just, it's, the piece is so uh, successful at creating that kind of moment. Yeah, it's a great piece. It's a, it's great a very piece.
1: moving piece. Mm-hmm. And, and you talked about earlier about um, a speaking percussionist or speaking pianist. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I don't know if I've heard that term before.
0: Yeah, we actually did that piece. Well, it's just, uh, I mean, th- th- there's no technical... Uh, uh, subtlety to the piece. It's just a percussionist, but they they have to know that they will have to speak during the <laughs> performance. So if you're shy, if you want to just play your instrument, this is not the piece for you. But uh, as I was saying, I think that that came to him as a, for in, in pieces for speaking pianist. He wasn't a, per- a percussionist. He was just a not just a pianist. He was quite a pianist. <laughs> but uh, so. And I guess that that spilled into, into other areas and probably the collaboration with, with Al um, eventually resulted in him writing a piece for speaking percussion. So the texts are different quotes, there are texts by himself, like he, he just wrote some texts for the piece, Al himself wrote piece, uh, texts for the piece, there's quotes by um, Thomas Jefferson I think yeah you said Mark like, Thomas Twain.
1: Jefferson and mm-hmm. like and Oscar Wilde
0: and it's um, yes. it's like s- small short reflections generally on the theme of uh, well the piece is called the Fall of the Empire they're not I mean some of them are direct some of them are just uh, veiled um, references to uh, to imperialism and all that um, and they' so each of them of the texts is scored. So, the percussionist has to say them, but in addition, they have to play wow. one instrument. So, there's, there's uh, one with uh, tubular bells, yeah. there's, um, there's one with bass drum. <laughs> he also, oh, of course, there's a, another very famous piece that uh, the, the, the Pittsburgh New Music Ensemble did in, in the 2010s. Yeah,
1: yeah. Called,
0: um, it's for, for speaking percussion, percussionists playing four flower pots. <laughs> yeah. Called To the Earth
1: that's awesome.
0: And it also connects with a, a also very famous piece called Coming Together, which is um minimalist stage of Fred's uh, composition that also in- involves a, a text that's uh, that repeats over and over. So like at, at that time I guess he was he was really interested in combining musical material with, with text without that needing to be sung text.
1: Yeah, not, not sung. It was just spoken. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was usually spoken by the person who was playing it, which mm-hmm. is also different instead of a different sure. person. Yeah, it's not a good. narrator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's very exciting. Um, and, and you talked about the, the two performers who are performing the pieces on yeah. Sunday. So um, very exciting. And they're both friends of... Um, long-time Red's.
0: friends and long-time collaborators. I, I became friends with, uh, with Ad as well. Um, the times that Fred would come to Pittsburgh to, to perform, he, he showed up a couple of times, like the first time we, we presented him, he showed up, he introduced himself, we stayed in touch. One of the then, uh, percussion students at CMU went on to go to, to, uh, Cincinnati to study with Al. Oh. So we stayed in touch. And, um, I think even before, uh, Fred passed away, Al and I were talking about when, whenever, um, the activity came back after the pandemic. We wanted to, to feature him playing this, playing the piece, and then Fred passed away. And then we, we kept in touch to see when the, the good occasion to the homage, homage would would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, Emanuele Arshuli is also a friend of, a longtime collaborator and friend friend with of Freds. So he's in touch with the family, mm. and I think you mentioned or you, refer. Ref, uh, you made a reference to the fact that that uh, uh, Fred has family connections in Pittsburgh. In yes. fact, his two sons ended up li- living in Pittsburgh.
1: That's amazing.
0: <laughs> so I got a call from one of them once uh, last year when when Eman- Emmanuel was in touch with him because he was putting together a tour mm. uh, in the U.S. I think it's West Coast tour, like from from Connecticut to to Florida. Wow. Um, and he said, "Hey, is it like, do you think it, it it would be possible to to do a stop in Pittsburgh?" So, Eco, his his uh, Fred's son, called me immediately, and, and I said, "Yeah, this is this is something I'm interested in." And then I called uh, called and I say, "Okay, here we have the occasion."
1: There, now we have now we have yeah. the program. Now we have an occasion to celebrate. Yeah. yeah. So it's
0: it's a double feature because both pieces are like like um, feature pieces. So. Um, that's why we assigned it in a way that uh, if people want to come to one or the other, that's fine. That each of them is like uh, 40, 50 minutes. Uh, but the ticket is good for both of them. It's, um, I mean, we understand either way. If you want to go here, oh, both of them, that's awesome. If that's too long, then, yeah, yeah. The, you're also <laughs> <laughs>
1: one One ticket for two events. Um, there you the, go. The, the first piece will be... Um, the Fall of the Empire with mm-hmm. Alan at 6, and then the, the second piece will be the piano piece with Emmanuel at 7.30. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of a break period in yep. there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is gonna be on Chatham's campus, right? Just yes. down the street.
0: Chatham was the first uh, venue that we ever used with oh. Audio Musica in 2007.
1: There you go. So,
0: and we maintained the connection. and uh, Mostly every, the winter concerts would be there in January. And uh, that beautiful room, two pianos, so yes, it's that's yes. very useful for, for new music. Um so we had several several concerts featuring the, the two pianos. And just in general like a, a good a good atmosphere for concerts.
1: Yeah, no, it's a beautiful hall on the James Laughlin Music Hall um on Chatham's campus and it's free for Chatham students. Yeah. that's another benefit of hosting it on a university campus for there sure. You go. <laughs> um well, that's amazing, um, Federico. Is there anything else you would like to touch upon that we haven't?
0: Let's see. Well, it's just good to be back. <laughs> it's, this is our first big event after the pandemic.
1: Yeah, this is this is um, the first kind of big event um, yeah. since the pandemic for Alia Musica, coming back onto the scene.
0: It's it's nice to have it be the homage to to Fred, but also hopefully this just uh, kicks off a new a new wave of of big events, memorable events.
1: Memorable so events. Yeah, I'm looking so forward. Yeah, thanks for having us. Of course. Thank you, Federico.
0: Okay. This Voice of the Arts podcast is made possible thanks to the Carnegie Museum of Art.